Let's just get it started today. Okay, welcome to My Pleasure, a show that is for girls who like to get on top. (laughs) Wait, that is actually, I'm like making myself blush. I am, I'm such a fake prude and also like a fake, like, like I'm not that slutty, but I'm also not that prude. And you know what? This is actually reminding me of, um, when we made the show alone together and people were like, well, okay, is your character like sexual or is she like really prude? And I was like, she has, can she be both? Like, come on. And I really do feel that way. So if you're trying to apply the Madonna whore complex to me, like good fucking luck. Um, what a weird note to start on. Hello. Welcome to my podcast. Guess what? I added shows in Chicago and those will be this fall and you can get tickets now. They will sell out. They're at esteronice.com. I'll be at the Den Theater October 20th and 21st. You can also get tickets to see me in New York City. Actually, holy shit, next weekend I'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina and Atlanta and then Boston, DC, other places, Detroit, uh, get tickets, esteronice.com. I cannot wait to share all the chaotic thoughts that I have in my stand up with you guys and have so much fun and laugh and be silly and talk to you and, um, make fun of you guys. And I can't wait to see you there. So that's that. Uh, I wrote in my notes today that I really want to be leaning into it, leaning into pointless, like nothing. First of all, Let's like be very, very strip it all down. Let's be really real for a second. Like nothing has a point, right? Like, right. Like nothing, everything is pointless. So why don't we just strip it all away? And instead of focusing on the things that we think have a reason or a point, just like be like, no, we're going to like, we're going to do everything for no reason. And I don't know exactly why I wrote that down or why I felt that, but I know that I feel it, you know? I know that I want to dress however I want to dress for the wrong occasion. I want to dress the wrong way for the right occasion. I want to eat... Look, it's going to make me sound like a child. I want to eat gummy bears. I was going to say for breakfast, but I want to eat gummy bears at midnight. I want to drink water out of a teacup like I want to just be absolute nonsense because nothing makes sense anymore and I also okay I'm getting somewhere I swear I think I low-key identify as AI like I want to make no sense I want to confuse you I want to be so silly and have life be so fun that you just assume I'm a robot I think that's like the direction I'm headed in because boring no we're not doing that sad serious so what is that where does that leave us but silly right but but fantasy nonsensical Take me to the Barbie movie. Show me what Barbie's world is like. Let's pretend that's real. Like, let's fucking close our eyes and go somewhere else that makes no sense. That is really the mood that I'm in, which makes it's like, May? May? What? That? Why? I don't know. Because what else could is May about? 
spring, that's nothing. I live in LA. We don't have seasons. Everything is meaningless. Although I will say I was just in Chicago and it was so nice. I was like, wait, I think everyone in LA needs seasons and then they'll be fine. Whatever mental illness you have and you live in LA, you just need seasons and then you'll be like a normal human again. Because the same weather all year round is actually a very sickening, disgusting disease that you're carrying with you and you need to suffer through winter and then have your eyes be open to the beauty of spring. And if you don't have that, you don't stand a chance. You don't stand a chance at, at life, at happiness, at humanity. I don't know what humans, I guess... Humans came from Africa, and that's pretty hot all year. So I don't know, though. Also, are we evolving to be like, okay, you know how in the olden days, old men are like, we had it hard. We came here on a boat, and we we made America what it is, and everyone today is a sissy. I'm kind of like, yeah, you guys are right. Like, you, yeah. You're right. Like we we suck now. But it's not cuz we suck, it's cuz there's iPhones and like DoorDash. It's not our fault. Yes, that's right. We're victims. Wink wink. No, but like it's we do suck and we are sissies and it has nothing to do with who we are. It has everything to do with the circumstances around us. So yes, call us little sissies. That's fine. That's what you made us to be as capitalists. Like you did what you wanted to do and now we (laughs) were useless and now we press buttons. We tap screens. That's your fucking fault. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking about that. I was watching the second to last episode of succession, the funeral episode and just watching Logan's brother who was like an old you know grouchy man it just made me think of like oh yeah like those guys were tougher but they had to be and we don't have to be and we're only gonna be as tough as we have to be like that's that's nature right like my dog is served breakfast every morning on a plate like she if she had to she'd go kill the squirrels but she doesn't have to and is that her fault no it's my fault I serve her the breakfast on the plate So it's your fault for inventing Postmates and Uber and, and homes, (laughs) like shelter, you know, I don't know what a, what a world, everything's pointless, but in a beautiful way, in a very beautiful way, like everything is pointless and that's awesome. That's so good. That means that like tonight I can you know, make myself a pomegranate lemon lime cocktail, mocktail, sorry, frozen mocktail. And by the way, in case you're wondering what I do is I get pomegranate juice and then a lemon lime Olipop or like a Sprite, whatever ice blend it. It's like a pomegranate lime slushy. And do I deserve that? No. Like, okay, that's the other thing that I was thinking. No one deserves anything. 
or everyone deserves everything. Like you can pick one or the other, but you can't have like gray area where like someone deserves this, but you don't deserve that. And I just like, no, we're not, I'm not playing the game. It's like either you pick everyone deserves everything or no one deserves anything. You pick one. They're both the same. I'm making the rules now. This is Esther universe. By the way, I started to really seriously pay attention to my (laughs) menstrual cycle And I was all excited, right? Because I'm like, this is it. Like, I am going to figure myself out. I am going to answer all of those burning desire questions I've had. Like, how does my body work? How do I feel? What time? I'm going to eat for my cycle. I'm going to do all the right things, right? And basically, like, right now I'm in a place in my cycle where very clearly the calendar is like, you are energized. Like, this is your time to be social, to like work out, eat salad, like be good, be a good girl. But I'm like, want to, I, I'm really having a day where I want to be in bed all day watching love and death on the new app called max. Not sure how I feel about that. Why take away the name HBO? That's the best part, but whatever. Um, you do you streamers. I had a TV show on a network called Freeform, so no judgment, but all I wanted to do was watch that show. Eat kind of. Oh, then I, I was hungry and reached for my chocolate covered cashews as a snack. And when I tell you the way I felt when I bit into them was like, ha, like heaven, God, like it felt, tasted so good. Everything about my day today would say you're about to menstruate. Like you are, this is the time to be cozy and like grab blankets and, you know, whatever your hormones need rest. But yet it's absolutely not that it's the time where I'm supposed to be partying it up. But I feel so this whole tracking my cycle was just like a punch in the face. I feel betrayed. I feel lied to. I'm And it was better when I didn't know. It was better when I did not know where I was in my cycle. And today I would just be like, oh, my body's asking me to lay down and eat chocolate. I guess that makes sense with my hormones. The calendar doesn't say that though. And now I know the truth and I know too much and I'm humiliated. I'm not supposed to be this way. Okay. Also, I've been learning a lot about this. I mean, I guess that is sounds... That is, sounds like I am more knowledgeable than I am because I'm still so confused. But basically, like women, it's okay to fast the first 10 days of your cycle, right? Like you can, you know, go 18 hours without food and like get energy from that or something, whatever. Um, And, but then after that, you're not supposed to do that. You need to like And especially the week before your period, the one we were just referring to where you're like supposed to lay down, rest, eat chocolate, eat carbs, like really just treat yourself like a little queen, right? Okay. So when I hear the, and the reason is because you don't want, sorry to be sciencey and sound so smart, but trust me, I'm not. The reason you want to rest is because you don't want to spike your cortisol because when you spike your cortisol, that fucks with this little hormone called progesterone, which is the one that wants to be cranking up the week before your period. Okay. I hear this. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, wait, wait. This is actually crazy. Women 
literally have a week of the month where they're supposed to lie down the whole week and be fed chocolates and maybe not like truly, but like they're supposed to be nourished, right? They're supposed to have sweet potatoes and whatever else is like quote unquote nature's carbs and like dark chocolate has magnesium. There's like reasons behind, but behind why I like how I made the word Baha'i, not the Baha'i temple, but just behind and why in one there's reasons Baha'i you're supposed to do that because dark chocolate has magnesium. That's what I was saying. Okay. But listen to me when you hear that, it's like women are just like creatures meant for breeding. And I know that's the most horrific anti-feminist, horrible, horrible thing to say, but it's like, it, it's so gross. I hate it. I don't want it to be that way. And it makes me so mad, but like crunch the numbers with me, kids read the facts. There's a week out of every month where we're supposed to lie down and be served chocolates. That is not like, that's not manly. That is like, the man has, doesn't have that. The man's hormones, 24 hour testosterone, whatever it is, that's all he's got going. He's, he's ready to go fight. He's ready to go hunt. He's ready to gather. Literally women have a week where they're, where they're just vulnerable and it's because we need to have our hormones right so we can reproduce so we can breed. Ew, that's so unfair. It's so weird because like I feel the same as men in my brain, but in my body, my body is like, no, bitch, you have to lay there and like release an egg. It's just, I hate it. It's so weird. And it goes back to like my thing where I hate the thought that inside of me is a skeleton. Like that is horrifying. I truly, speaking of Barbie, like I really need to believe that if you cut into my arm, it would be like Barbie and it would just be like pure rubber, whatever. And so like adding on top of the fact that I have insides, I also am like a breeding machine is, oh, it's awful. And I know it's beautiful too. I know. And it's kind of a luxury and it's low key kind of cool to be on the half of the spectrum that gets to lie there, you know, like that's pretty great, but it's also, it's embarrassing. I don't know. It just makes me feel yucky and like vulnerable and embarrassed. I don't know. There's a lot coming up because I also, there is a lot to be embarrassed about being a First of all, being alive, existing, being a human, humiliating, horrifying, embarrassing for sure. Then like the fact that you're just like, you have these parts in you to reproduce. Ugh. Like, I don't want anyone to know that about me. Yuck. But here we are. And I forgot where I was going. Thank God. Thank God. That's a really good thing. Any questions from the class? at this time. I do think a lot of this is coming from the perspective of someone who 
is me, right? But also just watched the trailer for the Barbie movie. Like that is having an impact on me. And it's like awakening something inside of me. I don't even think it looks amazing. Like it's, I, most movies are not that good. So I'm not, it's not like, I'm like, oh my God, I have to see it. The way when I first saw the trailer for Mean Girls in high school, I was like, my life cannot move forward until I see this movie. Like I don't feel that way, probably because I'm not 15, but um, I was right, by the way. Mean Girls was amazing. I saw it after school at my claim to fame at the Old Orchard Mall, which is referenced in the movie, and they're in an indoor mall. I was there when I watched the movie, which is it is an outdoor mall. I'm sorry to bore you with that fact, but um, yeah, I'm kind of proud of our Skokie Mall because it is the first outdoor mall in the country. It's really nice, okay? By the way, I love Skokie. Okay, that's the other thing. I just was at my parents' house for the weekend and fully going into the trip being like, I'm such a grown-up now. I'm so over this. Like, obviously, I love my family, but, you know, I belong in LA in my grown-up house and not in my parents' basement. And there I was, 35 years old, at my parents' house, in my childhood home, fully thriving, fully living my best life, fully comfortable, fully happy. All my needs are met. Like, oh, well, okay. This is still a very realistic option for me. This is still plan B. Like, uh, yeah, I could live here. Drop of a hat. Everything can go away. I can go, I can really make a nice life for myself. Walking distance from a Starbucks, a Walgreens, like all my needs are met at the Skokie house. So it's, it's a, in a way it's a relief to know that that comfort and safety is still there, but it's also very dark, right? It shouldn't be like that. It should not, I should be ready to move on. And I am much more ready to move on than I have ever been, but it's still, it's just still a place where I thrive. And I still see this life that I could have had where I stayed there and maybe experimented with like YouTube or something, but never probably would have started standup if I stayed there, like never would have left the house, never would have met people. Um, but yeah, that's very much like still at play for me. So that's sad and beautiful maybe too. I don't know. I am ready to come forward with a take that is very likely wrong, right? Like I I feel so certain that the history books can look back on this take and be like, oh, she was stupid. I know that's very likely, but I'm still going to present it, okay? Because you know what? I saw COVID coming. I was ahead of the curve on that. And so I feel... Like I'm going to, I'm going to, I got it right once. A broken clock is right twice a day. Fair enough. But I'm going to give you a take here. And again, I'm ready for it to be wrong. I'm not that educated in this area, but I have a take. I don't think AI is going to take over. 
I just don't. And maybe that makes me seem old and dumb and way behind on what's going on in tech. And like, maybe not even just so behind that, like, I don't know what the pros know, but like maybe even further behind where there's like eight podcasts out right now that will tell you how wrong I am. And I just haven't clicked on them, but I just, I don't know. You guys like look at web three, look at how humiliating web three is right. They were trying to get us to buy land in the metaverse and Mind you, the little kids who play Roblox or whatever they play and Counter-Strike for idiots, they might live in the metaverse, right? But like 30 people in their 20s, 30s and up were never moving into the metaverse. I just don't, I don't see that, okay? I think it was a huge bomb. I think a flop, a fumble, and quite humiliating to be frank with you. And I don't think AI is like that embarrassing of a, I think AI like is not a mistake. Well, wait, maybe a mistake if it does destroy humanity, but I, I don't think AI is like a bomb in the way that metaverse seems to be, but I don't see it replacing me. You know why? Because I'm 35 and it makes me kind of uncomfortable. Like, I don't want to interact with AI. I don't want to watch or consume media that was curated or made by AI. I mean, yes, algorithms that show me things made by humans, great. We love that. But that's different, right? Like, that's almost the way, to me, the concrete way I see AI taking over is, like, it's it does curate things made by people. Um it makes me uncomfortable, right? Like I don't want to correspond with a robot. I don't want my publicist. I don't have a publicist. I don't want to have people working with me who are robots, who are machinery, who are just typing machines. I don't, I don't want that. Like, so to me, that's my gut instinct, which means like probably as I've always learned, it's like, a lot of us usually feel similarly. We were raised on the same Doritos commercials and like Nickelodeon shows, like we are similar. And so I think a lot of us are like, I don't want that. And so we're going to reject it. And maybe years, years down the line, like those new newbies, whatever gen future, gen AI, like they'll be down fine. Great. They can have that. Like that's their problem. But my age and up, here's, okay, wait best example you guys like people still watch network broadcast television there are a lot of people who watch the nightly news who watch sitcoms with laugh tracks that are fresh and new ones not just like Seinfeld reruns but like the new ones that air on ABC or whatever those networks are like and think about it like people like you and me we probably have not done that shit in 10 plus years, but there are people who are still doing it. So like the old technology, the old way of life doesn't just disappear overnight. It takes a while. Again, I'm just making predictions here. I'm, I'm open to being wrong. This is my gut. This is how I feel. This is what I want. Like it's going to take time. And if we don't want it, 
it's not going to happen in the snap of a finger. Yes, there's a lot of issues with the economy and everyone is trying to like make things less expensive for them, whatever. And so companies like want to have machinery, whatever, fine. And I understand that calling it machinery makes me sound like I'm in the 80s. Also fine. I, again, open to being wrong. This is how I feel. Like, especially because of the writer's strike, people are like, AI is going to make shows. Like, not really, guys. Like, are you really going to watch a show made by artificial intelligence? Like, it's not... That doesn't sound good. And maybe it will get good. And actually, I think the more realistic possibility or even current existence is like people who make things will use AI to help them make things, right? Like I was working on a script recently on something and I had a question. And so I typed in, you know, like for some thoughts and ideas and like, why would, how, what are some ways that this would do that? Yes. It's like a little bit of it's still Google. And I know I've said that. And people are like, you're not using it right. Like if you pro- if you put in better prompts, like you will see, you'll really see like this could replace you. I don't know. I don't, I, because everything that is in the AI search machine was put in there by something a human put in. And so if a human doesn't put it in, the AI can't put it out necessarily. So I'm just not sitting here being like, AI is going to replace me. Like, and if it replaces me, it's replacing everyone. And then we're all in the same boat and like we work for the AI and we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But I just, I'm not jumping on the I'm scared train just yet. And I tend to jump on that train pretty fast. Mm -hmm. Look, did I... Am I the first? Am I the COVID whistleblower? If you know, you know. Okay. I'm not saying that I'm not that. I'm not going to say I am, but if you know, you know. That's all. Anyways, those are my rants and raves for the week. I don't think I have segments for you today other than I love eating. I love treating salad like it's a base right like okay you throw the lettuce in and then you get your cheese your crunchy things your meat whatever it is and then you base oh amazing dressing homemade hopefully or like from a good restaurant and then like when you eat it you eat it like how you eat cookie dough ice cream where you're just like picking out the cookie dough or like you know the cheese and the good stuff and like when you do that you get a little bit of ice cream. And in this case, you get a little bit of the salad greens, the lettuce. But it's not about that. It's about picking out the good stuff. And so that's the way I eat salads. I just wanted to come forward with that extremely helpful life tip for you. Anyways, you guys, I have been Esther. You have been you and you're killing it. And I hope you come to see my stand-up shows. I'm so excited to be back on tour again That's Raleigh in Atlanta this weekend, Saturday, June 3rd in Atlanta. I will be at City Winery. And Sunday, June 4th in Raleigh, I will be at Good Nights Comedy Club. You can get tickets at estheronice.com. New York City this summer in July at Joe's Pub. Then I'm coming to Madison, Wisconsin, Detroit, Chicago, Boston, 
DC. Get t- tickets for all those shows at estronites.com. Thank you for being you. I'll see you guys soon.